Looking to be in the know on all things franchising? You're in the right place. Welcome to Franchise Frankness with your hosts, the preeminent experts in all things franchising, Tiffany Tolliver, Paul Gigi, and Steve Slowey. Hi there, Tiffany here with Franchise Frankness, and today I'm going to talk about what I would have done differently. So this story starts in the suburbs of Atlanta. I was working on a pad deal in a prominent lifestyle center. The LOI was fully executed, uh, fully negotiated, and I was waiting on a lease draft from the landlord. So during this time, I usually have an engineering firm do code research on the site so that I can estimate a project schedule and any permitting costs that come along with finishing the project. So the due diligence report flagged one major issue called the sewer capacity reservation fee. And as I dug deeper with the engineering group and with the city, I found out that this fee for restaurant use would be in excess of $300,000. So I instantly knew that this would throw a wrench in the approval process on my end, on the corporate end. So I rushed back to the executed LOI and just wanted to make sure that it had the landlord as picking up the impact fees, that the landlord would be paying the impact fees on the project's behalf. And sure enough, in the LOI, it clearly stated, landlord shall pay all impact fees. But then I started to wonder, I started to wonder how can the landlord's ROI work with a $300,000 hit in fees, plus they're delivering the whole work letter, plus they're doing tenant improvement allowance. So I thought it was best to just give them a call and clear things up and just make sure that everybody knows that there's this giant fee coming. So I set up a conference call. I brought up the findings of the engineering report, offered to send them a copy, basically started to go through the sequence of, sequence of events, right? I can't pick up a building permit until these fees are paid. My expectation is, you know, after we waive permitting contingencies, you guys are gonna pay the impact fees so that I can pick up the permit and so that we can start construction. So after I said that out loud, the phone was kind of silent for a few minutes and the landlord came on the line and he basically said, this sewer capacity reservation fee, that's not what we would consider an impact fee. So. At this point, there's an immediate spike in my blood pressure, and I knew that our ROI on the deal is going to suffer greatly if I had to shell out like 300 grand on what I still consider to be an impact fee. So long story short, uh, all the attorneys got involved, and since we had not executed the lease yet, we had a, just a little bit of leverage, and we ended up splitting the cost 50-50 with the landlord, so he paid 150 and we paid 150 still a large fee but better than the $300,000 hit that either one of us would have had to take in whole. So what would I have done differently in this case? I would have certainly defined what an impact fee was. And for the record, after this project, I did exactly that. So if you're interested in what that definition is, I'm gonna write it down below, but in a nutshell, it goes something like this. Landlord shall pay any impact fees, including but not limited to connection charges, availability fees, tie-in fees, meter fees or charges, capacity fees, reservation fees, EDU, utility connection fees, tap-in or tap fees or impact charges, and any similar imposition charged by the applicable government authority or utility provider associated with the development of the center and the premises or the use of the premises for the permitted use. So that's a mouthful, right? But that statement kind of covers blanket-wise, any sort of what I would call an impact fee. <clears throat> Secondly, I would have alerted the landlord 
immediately when I found out about the fee, I would not have waited a couple of days like I did. I would have called him up immediately and told him, look, there's a $300,000 hit coming on this project. And the reason I would have done that is even if the fee would have been on us to pay, I would have still called him because in some municipalities, the developers of a large project will have relationships with the city and there could be, could be impact fee credits or something of this nature that can help cover some of those unforeseen costs. It's important to remember that impact fees after they're paid are an asset of the landlord. They stay with the property long after you're gone. And it's because of this that my normal negotiating stance is to have the landlord pay any and all impact fees. As always, thanks for watching. If you liked this video, please give it a thumbs up. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I'll see you in the next video. Have a question for your hosts of Franchise Frankness, Tiffany Tolliver, Paul Gigi, and Steve Slowey? Go online to FranchiseFrankness.com now.